got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Chris, while I was, uh, was it, was it Guap? Guap. Guap, yes. He was, uh, he was subbing for me while I was on Nationals, winning national championships. His name is Chris Orr. His Twitter's just Chris Guap. Oh, okay. Broadcasting <laughs> live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matt, meet Chris Orr, also known as Batman and Gua. You know, even when I was texted this morning saying that Chris Orr was going to be joining us today and then Strofe clarified that Chris Guop is the same person, I still sent the old gif of uh, Anchorman Ron Burgundy saying, I do not believe you. <laughs> But now this is physical proof. I no longer have can sit back and be like, there's two people that are just fooling all of you. Now, Chris, welcome back to the show. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to meet you, man. Yeah. And Chris, I mean, and Chris Orr and Chris Guap. <laughs> They might not be the same person. To be honest. You, might, <laughs> right. you might be right. You All right. Is it an Eminem, Marshall Mathers sort of yeah, thing here? It might, yeah. be, it might be. Now, Matt, I want to ask you this question. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton, Chris Orr with you. What did you, in your mind's eye, the difference between Chris Orr and Chris Guap? Like, honestly, were you, one was a former athlete, was one like a, no, sounds like, honestly, a, like a music DJ? or like, There was nothing more to it than his Twitter handle. Okay. That was literally all it was. We would talk about Chris Orr, and I could have... Was your Twitter handle is Guap? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe... I don't know why, because it says Chris Orr above that. Yeah. I, and yeah. it just I shows the little <laughs> handle. I don't know why I screwed it up, but... Yeah, I don't know. Just a brain fart. Well, Matt, I wish I could chalk it up to something more, but <laughs> we call you. We've been leaning into your kind of like older than you think. That's an old guy thing. That is an old guy thing. <laughs> That's an old guy thing for what? sure. Chris, you're gonna have to speak up a little bit. <laughs> two pack, shaker. Who is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a fair, fair. Okay, you know what? I've got gray hair now. You're right. I'm old. Okay, I've been trying to fight it. I'll accept it. I'm officially yes. old. Well, Chris, and we'll, we're going to find out what you've been up to, but Matt Hamilton, he had the rude awakening. How old are you, Matt? 34. Ooh. And Chris, how old are you? I just turned 26. Okay, so again. Oh, yeah. Still still the old guy. We had to remind Matt as he kept on trying to, like, us, but, like, being next to, like, the young kids who were, like, 20. <laughs> yeah, two, exactly. Like, I was trying to, like, like it's Steve us versus Jim. <laughs> Look how old this guy is, right? <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. And then I had to remind him that it's basically me, him, and Tausch are the old guys on the air, and everyone else is well under 30. Yeah, I felt like uh, that Steve Buscemi meme, right. you know? <laughs> but then you've been rolling downhill because the pocket FaceTime me from your face. Facebook app, which is oh, yeah. a pretty during old guy the show. Man. during the show. During the show, yeah. Man, this, that's two strikes. Here's the, the thing, though: is to be fair, I have always been a pocket dial like legend. Even when, so like maybe I was just old when I was eighteen and no, nineteen. No, 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 don't start. Because <laughs> that's Matt Hamilton's mother. Yeah. Uh, if we had her on the show, you can. No, ask no, no, don't start. Literally anybody in my favorites contacts list, you get called regularly. And it's just, I don't know, my pockets have a mind of their own. That's some, that's some old guy stuff for sure. It is. <laughs> Only my dad does that. that. Only I, my dad does that. I know. Well, I, I, I'm just saying, I think I've been old since like 19. <laughs> 
Uh, Chris, you're rocking an old guy hat, though, the Bass Pro Shop. I know it's yeah. like in. It's kind of like New Balances where it's kind of like yeah. in. Because yeah. Matt also likes to rock New Balances, but we'll give him a pass. <laughs> I better will, give me a pass. Though. But I would like to point out, Matt, unironically. Doing so doing that collabs with Action so Bronson and stuff? When I was, uh, my parents are big fans of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. We went to Summerfest on Saturday, brought the kids. They played at 3.30. A lot of dudes wearing new, new balances. balances. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> At the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band concert. I, I think the New Balance thing. And a lot of glasses with like the old guy, like you clicked on, like you have prescription glasses and you and clicked you on, oh, yeah. on the sunglasses. It was a tough look. To the, to the look of me being an old man when I was 19. At 19, I used to buy those sunglasses that you would put over glasses oh, just man. to wear. Not even because I had glasses, just because they were so oversized and outrageous. And I think my grandfather actually got two for one when he bought them, so I just bought the other one. So I think I am just an old soul in a young man's body, obviously. All right. Well, young man Chris Orr is with us. Chris, you've had a heck of a run. You've become a father. You played uh, USFL football. Bucky by Billion. Give us, a, give us, and you've been on the show with Bucky by Billion for a while now. Uh, give I, us a run now. What have you been up to? And that. Man. Cracking skulls, man, shortening necks in the USFL. And <laughs> then my, my daughter was born week one, actually. Yeah, which is crazy. Congratulations again. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you. So, new, new to fatherhood, uh, enjoying the little bit of sleep that I get. But, man, I, I love every second of it, for sure. Well, yeah, from one girl dad to another now, it's yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, it's man, They're it's the best. And, uh, well, how was the season? How are you feeling? Do you, you feel good about the season? You yeah. feeling good healthily? Yeah, yeah, I had a really good season. Um, pretty much came through healthy. Besides, I tore my uh, long head bicep uh, off the bone. But oh, is that all? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> no big deal. What's that line you like to use? Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Right, right. <laughs> well, this uh. It's essentially nothing. Apparently, it only makes up like 10% of your strength. I didn't have to have surgery or anything. But, yeah, man, it was, a, it was a good year besides us, you know, missing the playoffs and losing to all my former teammates to make the playoffs. It was horrible. <laughs> which, uh, which, my which, birthday. which teammate was the worst one to lose to? Your former teammate. <sighs> worst one to lose to was, uh, I'd probably say Garrett. Garrett Groshek. Just because, <laughs> just because. I wasn't able to meet him that much on the field. Like, okay. He's a running back. Yeah, I'm playing linebacker, and they completely changed up their scheme. They're trying to be spread or whatever, and they're not even built for it. <laughs> but uh, we barely even met up throughout the game, and but he still scored. And I'm ah man, yeah, Garrett Garrett might have been the worst. <laughs> and, and then on on top of that, you know, um, just all throughout the league, you know, you know, so many people just from. I had a couple of my former teammates in Carolina were on their mm. team, and. I played against guys that I played against in the league, you know, all throughout the uh, throughout the USFL. So it was it was fun to you know talk to those those guys outside of them wishing me happy birthday after they <laughs> after they beat us to send us home. <laughs> now, Man. Matt, what have you torn off the bone curling? Um, well, <laughs> after after a long day of curling, I went and got a steak and I had a ribeye. Took that meat right off the bone. And that's about as dangerous as it gets in the curling world. <laughs> Something's gone injuries? completely wrong. Um, I, you know, there was a guy who won an Olympic gold medal in 2006. He was playing in 2015 in like a major, like mm -hmm. as far as a golf equivalent goes. And he went over to like sweep a stone. And mind you, we're on ice. And he, I don't know if he forgot to put his broom down or what, but he, it looked like he just took a sailor dive, which is like two arms behind your back, yeah. head first into the water, 
he just did that on the ice. Oh. And he uh, he had stitches, and <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about this, but <laughs> it's been a long enough time. Yeah. I think we can make f- fun of it now. He came back. like he. This happened in like the third end, and a curling game is like two hours long. So he came Ooh. back last end, 15 minutes left, and he tried to throw his last two shots. And this guy is world known in the curling world as one of the best mm. to play, especially on those touch shots where mm-hmm. you're just trying to get to stop in the rings. He threw two, threw them both through like he was – Super concussed. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah he's, like, yeah. I cannot believe he's anyone concussed. let him back out onto ice with, like, one slip, let alone two shoes that have grip. Putting him onto a slider makes no sense to me. But, yeah, he, they ended up losing that game, and he took the next game off and ended up playing later in the week. But I think it was a bad idea. So there are injuries. <laughs> I've never seen any, like – like torn ligaments or anything yeah. or anyone tearing anything. I've bruised my ego a handful of times just, <laughs> just falling down. But I bounced back from that pretty quick because when you say as many like foot and mouth comments as I do, you'd have to bounce back from bruised Everyone ego. Everyone is so mean to me. Well, Matt, I mean, what is the concussion protocol in curling? Yeah, you good to go, eh? <laughs> <laughs> How many beers am I holding up? <laughs> How many Coors Lights am I holding up? <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, it's probably it. <laughs> it used to be how it was in football, to be honest. <laughs> Big shocker. It used to be like that in football. Yeah. That's, cr- <laughs> that's even crazier to me. It's Smelling like, salts? At, good? Least, <laughs> at least on the ice, like, yeah, we're going to put you back on a slider, and it's totally on you whether you fall again. Like, in football, it's like... That guy's still trying to kill you oh, on yeah. the other side of the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's still trying to yeah. shorten necks, crack some skulls. <laughs> Matt, that statement, right? Every time Chris says that statement, it's just a reminder of, like, in no world could I have ever played football at any sort of level. <laughs> this man's running around here saying, I'm trying to shorten necks. Yeah, and here's here's the thing. It, for, for those of you who don't know and aren't watching the stream, Chris... Kind of baby face. Kind of a, he's a cute little guy. But he's, he's stacked. He is stacked. Like, I sat a little closer to him, but it started the show, and then I heard that, and then I slid a little further away. I was like, you know what? This guy still needs his distance. You know what I mean? At uh, Jim and Matt, you can see the video. We will have uh, Maddie or, or someone take a photo of Matt and his, what did you call Chris? Cute little guy? Yeah, he, he, he's guy. like a wolf. You know what I mean? In pictures, they're adorable, <laughs> but I wouldn't want to pet one. I'm giving him his space from here You better be careful. Chris is going to be up uh, like Terry Tate, the office linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. As long as I don't get Jim roamed and the table doesn't get flipped, I think I'll be good. That'd be pretty impressive. As long as I don't keep calling him Chris Gooff the rest of the show and then he threatens yeah, me. call me Gooff one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut there, and, and, and see what happens there. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six is how you get into the show. Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton, Chris Orr with you. Chris back from playing uh, in the USFL. We're we're happy to have him, and again, congratulations to him on a, uh, being a new father as well. We got plenty to get into for today's show. We're going to talk some Green Bay Packers. We'll talk a little Badgers football. Are you freaking out that? This class, this current cycle, not a lot of kids from in-state. And there's a lot of reasons why. One being this staff got in pretty late. Some of the kids, they didn't get a chance to to offer. But, Matt, before we go to break here, I think Alex and I have a bone to pick with you. Uh, you were late for the show meeting. And instead of, like, you know, we're talking about, hey, you're late. And you're like, oh, I'm stuck behind the road. And this is all going on. But, hey, Alex. Take a look at all these bushes my friends at Olsen Toon dropped off. <laughs> so you really didn't care that much because you were just excited. I feel like you were running behind because you were just admiring 
the bushes that Olsen 2 dropped off. <laughs> I agree with you, Jim. I think you're spot on. Here's the thing. I definitely was late due to construction on my street, but there's no way in any world am I going to accept blame for being late if I was admiring this landscaping because Olsen Tune has just knocked this job out of the park. They have brought like my edging in a little bit. The edge of my lawn where like the landscaping starts and the grass stops looks phenomenal now. I did not know my front yard could look this good, and here we are literally... Two, two work days into their, their progress, and it, it's like a totally different yard. If you would like outdoor living space as wonderful as mine is right now, you can go to OlsonTune.com and get started on your next project today. They do residential and commercial projects, no job too big or too small. Landscaping jobs and maintenance jobs like from irrigation to concrete work, pools and more. If you've got an outdoor living need, Olson Tune is here to help, and you can get that started at OlsonTune.com. Dot com. Will Jordan Love be a top five QB by the end of this season? William Tosh talked about that earlier today, and we'll talk about it next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Right, Matt? Yep. That is a fact. Are we, are we just going to go through the Alex Strofe editing show? There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Ayahuasca. Give us the pause. I want to hear Chris's reaction. So let's do this. Matt Hamilton, Jim Rutledge with you. Chris Orr here. Alex, why do you you do some creative, fun bits on the show? Why do you override them immediately? Uh, Because I got to make room for the next bit. And that was the case. Are we just like on a budget of buttons here? So you got rid of the pause? Uh, I mean, I could find it. Paul? I just I just don't well, have it right now. <laughs> we'll get well, we'll we don't want to ruin yeah, the pause. I don't want to ruin it. Or. It's good. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show 844-770-3776. And uh let's see here. Sadler chimes in saying he's loving the, the show so far. He wants to see what our quarterback list is going to be. We're gonna get to that in a second. And uh, well, let's let's do it right now, Matt Hamilton. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play Tinder time, Chris. Now, me and Matt really don't know how Tinder's work, so we end up screwing it up most of the time. But in theory, <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to swipe right if the, you think the answer is yes to this question, and swipe left if you think the answer is uh, no to this question. And we're gonna ask you by the end of the year, where do you think Jordan will Jordan Love rank in front of this quarterback? By the end of the season. End of the season. Okay. So I'm going to go off of fan-sided. I'm going to go in the order that fan-side has these quarterbacks ranked right now. And then you tell me by the end of the year, and then maybe Alex or Chrissy back there can help keep track of the, the list there because uh, I can't. there's only so many things I can do at one time. So <laughs> first, we're going to play Tinder time. If you like it, swipe right. If you dislike it, swipe left. It's Tinder time. So again... Do you think this quarterback will rank in front of 
Or do you think Jordan Love will rank in front of this quarterback by the end of the season? Then we'll figure out, will he be top five? All right. Number 16 on the list, Sam Howell, Washington Commanders. Will Jordan Love finish the season as a higher or lower ranked QB than Sam Howell? However you would rank them. I am going to swipe right on that. Higher. Yes. Okay. And I'm so confident if Howell has a better numbers, I will let Chris Guap tackle me. Oh, oh we need this. We need Whenever, he, like, we need out this. of the blue. So if, oh, Howell, no. we need this. if Howell can do That's this, a clip I'll save. I will, I will go, I'll, we will go to a football field and I will take a shot. Now, from Chris, before we get into this, is it better or was it like a car accident? Is it better if he doesn't expect you or expects you, but he might brace too hard and then injure himself? Like, it's, it's better to know because I don't, like, I don't know how much you train your neck. So if you don't know, then you, you probably won't be able to grab your head off the right. ground. No, for sure. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I, and I have a very big head, so I have confidence I have a strong neck. But who knows? <laughs> but I'm co- I am confident enough that Jordan Love is going to be better than this Grant Howell or Sam whatever. Sam Howell. Sam yeah. Howell. I, I'll Stick say, with Grant. I'll say he'll be higher, but... I don't think it's necessarily because he'll play better. I think it's because of schematically what they'll do differently. Because Washington has a good run game, and I think they'll lean on it. You know, for whenever things go wrong, they'll lean on it to help out a quarterback that doesn't have much experience, which is something Green Bay should do as well. But I, I think Sam is better than Jordan Love, to be honest. I think oh. he's a better pure quarterback, but I do think that Jordan Love will be ranked higher. I think he's in a better position. All right, so on this list, Jordan Love number 15. Okay. Which is fair Whoa. because everyone in this list is like the people around them haven't played. That's fair. As we have Adam and Madison chime in, which I love the optimism here. Is it fair to assume Jordan will meet top five expectations based on how much he improved in the little we've seen him in game time situations over the past couple of seasons? I take zero, absolutely zero uh, credibility to the little bit he's played. Yeah, it because, doesn't work like that. No, thank you, Chris, because the one full game he started, he looked awful and then clean up and he Jordan Love even called it mop up duty against the Eagles playing against shell defenses mm-hmm. it's hard to project a massive improvement right. he didn't look that great in the preseason that same year and he didn't so. look that great in his second halves against Detroit in either season right yeah. so I would say that he's probably improving but to make some sort of jump say top five in the NFC mm-hmm. seems a bit high Desmond Ritter is the next one on here Matt higher or lower do you think Jordan Love will finish than Desmond Ritter quarterback from the Atlanta Falcons right. and former quarterback of now Badgers coach Luke Fickle. Right. So if I remember correctly, Ritter was also pretty good at using his legs. He's also as, seen more time in the NFL as a starter than Jordan Love. Yes. As a, you know, I'm going to say they're going to be pretty comparable, but my Packers optimism is going to show through a little bit. I think uh, Love is going to be statistically higher than Ritter. All righty. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll say he'll be higher. By the, by the numbers, I'll say he'll be higher. But I think it's the same situation like Washington. Atlanta, they just drafted the uh, back out of Texas. One of the, oh, yeah, B. John Robinson. B. John Robinson, yeah. yeah. Like, and they're gonna, they're gonna, he's going to get his touches every game. Yeah. Like, so I do think he'll be ranked higher. I don't know. I think people that are going based off of Jordan Love, what he did last year, they don't understand that. Every week that he plays, people are going to be playing it for him. Like, nobody was game planning for him. It was Everything was for Aaron Rodgers now. Everything's going to be preying on your weaknesses now. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's a different monster now. That actually goes to, I think he could get off to, like, a pretty decent start. Mm-hmm. And then when people see what he can yep. do, 
That's what you really have to take the whole thing. If he gets off to a bad start, you should freak the flip out, right? Yeah. (laughs) Alex Stroff, like he flips out when I say that. But uh, otherwise, (laughs) but he should start looking good. It's around like week four or five when he sees Mm. divisional opponents second time. Now, what does he look like? Mm -hmm. Let's get to Baker Mayfield. You know, I think even though Jordan Love is younger and probably a more athletic guy than Baker is currently, Baker has done it. He's made it to the playoffs, the Browns. The guy is not a he's not that bad a quarterback. I think it would be disrespectful to say he's gonna be higher than Baker Mayfield. Also Tampa basically kept everyone else. Yeah. I mean they let Tom go, but they have, they have those receivers. The receiving group. Like, They've got the offensive line backs. they paid for. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be healthy this year. Yeah, I'm I'm saying Baker's gonna be higher for sure. All righty. Let's get to now this list has Andy Dalton. I'm just gonna swipe swipe out and put Bryce Young in there. Yeah. All okay. right. Yeah, you should do that. Um, I think I think Bryce is a, a very talented quarterback, but I think his size is going to be something. Like, these guys in the NFL are bigger than the guys he was playing. It's going to be a learning curve there a little bit. I'm sure he's getting an idea of it during these practices right now. But I, I think it's going to take him a little bit of time to develop. I kind of see a similar path that we saw like Trevor Lawrence, where he wasn't necessarily a star in his first year, but he was – Fine. I'm going to say Jordan Love's going to have better numbers, but I think Bryce Young is the real deal. Yeah, I'll say Jordan Love will have better numbers. I think I'm eager to see how Bryce Young, because I remember game planning against Kyler Murray when he was with the Cardinals, and the big thing was that his uh, when he was throwing the ball downfield, especially through the middle of the field, he couldn't get his balls to drop just because he's yeah. the way he's throwing the ball, he has to elevate it so much to get over the defensive lineman and the old lineman that. He can't get the get the ball to drop down, so I don't know. I'll, I'll be eager to see how Bryce Young adjusts to that. I don't. I think he's a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. So I don't think he'll necessarily have that many issues, but I do think he's going to struggle year one. Everybody does. Let me ask you this before we move on with it, since you've obviously been around the NFL, play college football. Six foot one ninety four is what he played at Alabama. Mm-hmm. That is basically my size, mm-hmm. and I mean. That's the smallest quarterback draft in the first round since Jim McMahon back in. That's what he played at. I think he as combine numbers were smaller. You know, he was bigger at the combine. Yeah, he he was, more. but he because he kind of yeah he, he purposely yeah. tried to add weight. He got to two oh, at the I combine. Height was I thought he was actually only. Oh, six you're right. Foot. I'm sorry. Your height, yes, five yeah. ten one eighth at the combine. Yeah. The weight is the real concern for him, right? Because one ninety four would be the lightest since Jim McMahon to play in the NFL mm-hmm. at quarterback, and Jim McMahon played in the eighties. Right. So that part of it, and you see the fi- you guys have seen the pictures of him. Yeah, he looks like a. Like a tiny guy out there. Like, yeah. like they brought yeah. the high school quarterback over. Yeah. I mean, do you think more than the height could that... The Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> the weight I want to play be- quarterback <laughs> for the Panthers. <laughs> I mean, he literally looks like a child out there. Well, you see some school, of those, right? Make-A-Wish. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty small, Jim. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. So we, you guys both swiped right on... Uh, and love over yeah, young. Love okay. Over young. yeah. All right, Daniel Jones, New York Giants quarterback. Um, as much as I would like to say he got his money and he's going to slough off, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. He can get it done with his feet, which he does not get enough credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Daniel Jones is going to have better numbers than Jordan Love. Yeah, Daniel Jones will definitely have better numbers than Jordan Love. Because another thing that people aren't thinking about is that that was just year one with Brian Dayball. Like, He's going to have – now they have more time together and actually know their strengths and weaknesses. And This might be his first be time better. with a 
two times yeah. with a head, co- head coordinator. Yeah, I, I think, think he's so. had a coach for two years, but the offensive coordinator has changed every time in his yeah. his career so I far. Think so. Yes. What a stat that was by me. There's another <laughs> quarterback. There's another quarterback on this list who would have gone through three different coaches in three different years when you count for college and NFL. We'll get to that one later. Geno Smith is the last one we'll do here before we go to break. Geno Smith, who coming off of not just a career year, I mean it was Pro an, Bowl year. Yes, it was a pretty outstanding year. Seattle has done more to add talent around him. Mm-hmm. I think they, you know, as far as a long term plan, I think they're viewing Geno Smith as their. Alex Smith of this guy can move the ball, get it done for us, and we trust him not to make mistakes, and we'll get to the playoffs and see what happens. 100% Geno Smith is a journeyman. There's a reason he's a journeyman and gets a spot on that next team. It's because he's good enough to play the game. He had a great season last year, and they added an absolute stud at wide receiver. I don't know his name. Strove, can you help me out there? Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yes, the one that we wanted on the Packers. Texas boy. He's going to be the real deal, along with DK Metcalf. They're also gonna... a Buckeye, Chris. <laughs> Texas is so big, I feel like Chris could say this. Yeah. <laughs> I just Texas think boy. with those two wide receivers and a guy as talented and proven as Geno Smith, he's going to do just fine, better than Jordan Love. Yeah, it's, it's undeniably Geno. You you can't replace that experience. You that would be it. Would be disrespectful to Geno Smith. Yeah, it'd be like a punch in the mouth. Yeah, sure. <laughs> shortening his neck. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like getting your jaw broken. Oh man, <laughs> by I, hope, a I hope Sam Howell has a better year. I hope he has a better year. Yeah, I hope he has because I was supposed to do this stroke, but he can't do it. But man, stro- I hope he has a you would year. break Strove in half. Yeah, yeah you would. Yeah. <laughs> That would that would be sad. I'll recover. <laughs> I'll hurt. It would be. I'll hurt, but I'll Shof recover. Shof would end up as a Make-A-Wish kid. He can play quarterback for Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Go be a winner like Geno Smith. Go to a Ho-Chunk Game in Madison Sunday, June 25th. They have the Grand Slam giveaway. 24 players will step up, take a crack at their wheel to win up to $3,000. Grand prize, 4 o'clock, $10,000 cash. That's Sunday, June 25th. 12 to 3.30. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. I think about it. I'm going to try to ask Chris things uh, that popped up while he was gone, and we can get his thoughts on it. So, Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton with you. Uh, Chris Orr, former Badger, played in the NFL. You're from Texas, right, Chris? Yep. All righty. We have Alex Strofe here and Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton. We're all Wisconsin kids, and I just said that... Texas boy. Mm-hmm. In the past, mm-hmm. I've said in the past that for a grown adult, like out on a date, if you order a glass of milk at dinner... It's a little strange. You look ridiculous. Yes, thank you. you look like, yes, that's a Wisconsin thing. I will never forget my first team dinner at the University of Wisconsin football program in 2015, and we're sitting down eating, and all these guys are getting full glasses of milk. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, bro, what are y'all doing? <laughs> y'all look ridiculous. You're eating. You're drinking milk. We have steak and potatoes. Here. Exactly. Like, you know how good doing? that goes that with steak disgusting. and potatoes. No. Oh my gosh. No. It's so heavy. No, it's like no, a cow. So in, it's like cow it's inception. So 
for no reason. You get the meat, you get the milk, you get it all, baby. No. There's Chris. no meat for the milk. Oh, yeah. I don't and know, milk man. milk isn't that good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that good. We're going to have a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, Matt, can you share how you prefer your milk? Uh, Whole, unpasteurized. He, he's, oh, he's I like the, that. He likes, no, but you like it. Like, yeah, raw. raw, like straight, like not oh, pasteurized, no. not I, I like unpasteurized. Unpasteurized, yeah. okay, all right. It does taste better than like the milk you're used to. I, I assure you of that. See, but I, I don't just drink milk. Like, right, I'm using that milk. I'll put that in like a protein shake. Or, right, okay. You know when you're cooking with it. We're making it. Jim was saying he'd even just do like a chocolate milk potentially after like a workout. Yeah, right. Like yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, you've done that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Sometimes I just I just vibe. Like the other night, I There's had some no cookies. I had some milk. cookies. When I when you have a cookie, well, you different. only need what an inch yeah. of milk. I poured myself like twelve to fourteen ounces of milk. Had the dunked the cookie. Your mustache. Oh. oh, you better believe it. I was Man. in an ad. I was a living, walking, talking milk ad. I kid you <laughs> not, though. Like it was perfect. It it was great with the cookie. Now that, less is more for me with milk. Like a little milk with some cookies, great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in. A little bit of chocolate milk after workout, absolutely. My, Just pouring a whole ass glass of milk to sit down and eat dinner. My kids don't eat like my kids get like a half a glass of milk and then they can have water. Please. Here's my big problem though, and I like this might be just a me thing, and it's just what happens when when I start drinking milk. If I like put the glass up, I just don't stop. <laughs> like if you gave me four ounces of milk. It would just be. I would I, just. It would just get knocked back. I just back. picture that sounds ridiculous. Ron Burgundy. I'm telling you, San Diego. Because that's the other thing. When I live in Florida, milk is always a bad choice. There's never a time where you're like, <laughs> it is 90. <laughs> and I, 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 I can I get this uh, sushi uh, and then a glass of milk, please. I will say, I probably am vibing milk a little bit more often in the winter than I am in the summer. Which is which is fair. Probably makes a little bit more sense. Dave, our Deerfield friend who wants to uh, get us lunch, says, "Welcome back, Doctor Gupta." And congrats on your baby girl. <laughs> Appreciate right. it, man. Let's uh, let's get back into. We were playing a little Tinder time because the question is, and it was asked earlier today on Willie and Tausch, and Tausch thinks it's not crazy to think that having the expectation for Jordan Love to be a top five QB by the end of the season is fair. We are working through the list right now. We're using fan sided as their kind of list here. They had Geno Smith at number ten. And the next one on the list here, and we're playing Tinder time, so swipe right if you think Jordan Love will finish the season better. Now, this yep. one's a little dicey because this player's starting the season hurt, or swipe left, but he's on a hell of a good football team, so when it's all said and done, this guy might end up with more fanfare. Brock Purdy. Mm. Interesting. So let's assume a healthy Brock Purdy, let's say he plays 10 games this year. Purdy's high. Okay, so here's my, my thought on Purdy is kind of the same as what Chris was getting at. The first four weeks, no one knew what he was or what he was capable of, and he was able to get away with it. Now, I don't know if he was necessarily exposed, and that's why Philly was able to eat him up, or if Philly was just... Broke his arm. Like, he didn't play that. <laughs> no, I know, but was that because Philly is so good that they were able to get to that backfield okay. that fast? Or was it because of something that he wasn't able to like read in a defense? Was it a him, a him problem or like an O-line problem? Well, I remember that happened so quick. Like it was, it was early in the yeah. game. Exactly. Uh, their, their right tackle just got beat. Yeah, I, I would say I'd say I'm going to say no though. I think Purdy proved it that he can do it. So yeah. I would say no, he's not going to. Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably going to piss. You're a Packers fan, right? Okay. I'm, I'm about to piss you off. <laughs> I, Purdy Purdy is going to be higher for sure. 
And there's a few reasons. One, he's got the experience. He did it in bigger games. I think he's on a better team. Um, and we got to realize he has the original. Like, Shanahan is the original. Right. LaFleur, McVay, they they are copycats. Those are the copies. The copies of a copy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not quite Sh- as sharp. Shanahan is the one. And with the weapons that he has, like, it doesn't even compare. I think I right. think Purdy's going to have a No, I'm, I'm with you. When you look at the team, and I'm not by any means going to go out and say that for sure, hands down, Brock Purdy is a better player. I right, don't right, know. Right. But that team around mm-hmm. Brock Purdy is so good. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is something we'll get into, and I just want to pause here to talk about it. You talk about LaFleur and Kyle Shannon. We're going to find out this year where some of the things the Packers did or didn't do was that Rodgers or is that LaFleur? A lot of fans are, which I don't agree with actually, but a lot of fans are asking for Christian Watson to get the ball in the backfield more. Christian Watson is not built to be that guy. I mean, again, he's, as I reminded Matt, 25. This is his body. He's been an injured player. I don't want a guy who's 6'5", 215. That's, that's, not, like, that's not a guy who should be carrying the ball in the backfield no. much. You get lit up by some of these linebackers yeah. back there. or D-line. Wasn't the guy we drafted, like, I know he's small, but isn't he? Fast as heck, Jalen Reed. But again, yeah. same thing of like they're not, they're Jaden Reed. They're not like uh, like uh, what's a sweet. Bill, they're not as big as a Debo Smith, Smith. or Samuel. Samuel, thank mm-hmm. you. Yes, that's what I was thinking about. Like, but my point, like the the motion. I know Rogers lamented that, but there's certain things you see in Shanahan's offense. Is that because Lafleur won't be able to work them in? Like we all just assume, oh, you just it's Madden. You just mm-hmm. run motion. There's so much nuance mm-hmm. and so much art to calling plays. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to Aaron Rodgers' effect. I don't know the answer to it, but I feel like Aaron had way more effect on the play calling, the pass coverages, all these sort of nuances than we know. Yeah. And I'm not sure, I'm not saying LaFleur couldn't get there, but we might have a learning curve from him because now he doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback to cover up his warts. For sure. I 100% say that. I've been saying that this is LaFleur's official coming out party for uh, as a head coach because he had a head coach under center for the first three years of his career. I want to jump Four out. Of, I want to jump out of order here because I think one of the quarterbacks we can have a deeper discussion into. It'll be kind of fun. The next one here, though, Derek Carr. There's no way he's going to do better. And again, it's not that I don't think he can eventually be put up better numbers than Derek Carr. It's his first year. Derek Carr is a veteran. There's, I just don't see that. Yeah, he's he's not going to do it. But the one thing I do, I guess the question I have about this topic, just period. Are we going based off of just these numbers, just his QBR, just his... No, it's of how you would rank them. Okay, because the the one problem I always have when people go, like, when we compare, like, stat lines is, like, make the stats come alive. Like, yeah. for example, like, you got this backer that's just racking up tackles, but they're getting blown out. So they're running the ball in the last half of the game, but his impact on the game isn't that high. But if you look at their stats towards the end of the year, they're like, man, this guy must have been killing it. So... From a quarterback perspective, like I feel like sometimes your stats don't even show how good you are, to be honest, because you're playing within the system. What I would love to see Green Bay do is diversify their run game, use their backs, like run the ball. Mm-hmm. Run the ball. In the cold, freezing cold, run the ball. That's what that's what Shanahan does better than McVay and LaFleur. That's where I think they're lacking, is that he has a really big he has a really diverse run menu. Like, you're seeing different runs over and over again and stuff that looks the same, like you were saying, with all the motions. Yeah. Pre-snap, this formation looks like this. All the information I'm getting, I know I'm narrowing down between these three runs. 
and then you see something completely different. You see a counter off of that run. So I think that's the next step that LaFleur needs to take in his play calling, to be honest. I, I totally agree, Chris. Rodgers could have been – I'm not going to say Rodgers was the issue, but Rodgers could have been a part of that. It's like, okay, I'm going to give the keys to the legend. Like, I'm going to give the keys to this Hall of Fame quarterback. He's going to take us there. Mm-hmm. But also – Defenses are scheming against you differently because you have Aaron Rodgers, so it'll it'll look different. Yeah. Hopefully, they run the ball. Yeah, I'm with you. They they underutilized those guys yeah. last year in several big moments. But real quick, I just want to uh, take a pulse of this game we're playing. Real quick, yeah. The highest we could rank Jordan Love in the NFC right now is sixth, and we have not said the names Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, etc. Yet. So it's already looking like Jordan Love's probably going to rank. We only have him ranked higher unanimously than Bryce Young, Desmond Ritter, and Sam Howell. Mm. Everybody else we've said so far, you guys have agreed that he will rank lower than those guys. And we have not said those names yet. The highest he could be is sixth in the NFC, which mm. is already putting him outside the top five. Continue, Jim. All righty, because the other thing, again, for Rodgers' effect, there's also an effect on Jones and Dylan. Yep. Nobody's, af- <laughs> nobody's going to be afraid early of, go- or of uh, Love blowing the top off. Mm-hmm. Right. So Jones and Dylan are going to look at full stacked boxes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is going to put a lot on LaFleur mm-hmm. to try to protect his QB in love. So next one, Jared Goff. Oh, man. I think this is another situation like Derek Carr. Uh, not quite as talented, I think, in my opinion, as Derek Carr. I personally oh, I think you were Derek Jordan is love. better. That's Sorry. what I was like. How, <laughs> <Derek> <laughs> Carr. how would you know? Okay. But I still, with his pedigree and history, I you got to – I kind of would lean towards uh, Jared Goff, and I like I like his weapons on offense. And I'm not knocking Christian Watson. I just I like what they got over there as far as pass catchers in Detroit. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm leaning towards Goff for sure. All right, let's do this one quick. Cousins, Cousins, yes, no doubt. Cousins. All right, I'm gonna do a couple quick. No doubters. Dak Prescott, no, no doubt. doubt. Uh, Jalen Hurts, no, no doubt. doubt. These two are interesting. I'm gonna take Kyler Murray off the board, okay? Because I don't think he's gonna play. Or he's barely going to play this year. So Kyle Murray's just off the board. Right. We'll just take away that spot. This one is interesting. I want to save the last guy for next segment. Matthew Stafford, who I literally forgot about. But right. up until last year, he was a perennial Pro Bowl and fringe MVP guy. Right. Are we writing him off, or do you think he could just come back now that he's healthy? I mean, I think part of last year was, hey, we're getting smoked. He's always He's been kind of dinged for about two years now. How about we just let him get healthy? Here's my thought on Matt Stafford. He is a former Pro Bowler, a Super Bowl champion, and he has Cooper Cup catching the passes from him. He is going to have better numbers than Jordan Love. Way to save it for next segment, champ. The next guy is the next next segment, champ. (laughs) Next guy. There's one guy left. Way to pay attention to the show, champ. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's what we were saving. What am I missing? It's Justin Fields we're saving. (laughs) <laughs> gosh gosh Strong. why am i dropping all right <laughs> you might, are you drinking back there you must be drinking back there i i, I wish i was but I, i'm still uh, i'm still hanging on from the weekend i had thanks to my oh, friends at door county distillery locally produced handcrafted and award-winning spirits you can check out the sipping with strofe series on the espn madison youtube page what i love about them is they use local ingredients whenever they can champ and they they are just terrific they've got great cocktail recipes on their website as well door county distillery com so easy even i can make them they're the hit of every summer gathering uh they're just so good the lavender gin martini is what we were mixing up this weekend oh boy is that good you can make it too. doorcountydistillery.com to find the retailer nearest you we'll actually do the thing we were supposed to do next it's rutledge and hamilton presented by coors light 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Hamilton, Jim Rutledge, uh, Chris Orr with you. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We were uh, kind of talking about some, you know, Chris has got, what was your injury uh, at the USFL? Uh, long head bicep tear. All righty, long head bicep. It sounds like something you catch. Like that was a Mississippi <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> What'd you catch? Uh, long head bicep. Yeah, all right. That's awesome. Was it good? Uh, Matt was sharing stories. So you got a little tip from Chris on your stretching there. And yeah. I, yeah, was, yeah. I was saying that obviously you guys know I work out of Carbon World Health. You can sign up for a six-week experience. You could do what I did. I was just telling Tauscher about it. I take some of my glutide. I've dropped no, like nearly 30 pounds is a great part of it. My body fat percentage has gone from 22% to about 10.5%. The only change, I still work out there, but the change has been by taking some of the glutide, which burns fat, not muscle, has helped me make the changes. Sometimes you just need a kickstart. So ask, ask Dr. Nestor Rodriguez about some of the glutide. See if it's right for you. It's the first and only FDA-approved weight loss treatment, and it's available for you at Carbon World Health. But guys, I did talk to him last time I worked out there. I know you guys are professionals, so we have to figure out the right time for it, but they're willing to kind of do like a little combine. Here with uh, ESPN Madison host, we get Strofe out there. I'll be out there. We can do a show, but all of us, and they'll kind of run us through the, so you know, some stuff that's safe for you guys yeah, for your yeah, sports, yeah. but we can have some fun with. So it. you're saying I get to finally show off my athletic prowess? Yeah, let's like, see this. Everybody's gonna be like, "Wow, they drafted." You know, Chris Orr made it to the USFL and the NFL, <laughs> and this guy's just sitting producing an afternoon radio show. Well, how did we miss this? So the one that I'm excited <laughs> for Strofe to do is him to jump on a treadmill when it's going nine. Like that's one of them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and you run on it for thirty seconds. And by rock that, I mean fall face first and get tra- uh. treadmill burn on my forehead. I would love to see Strofe on. There's a, a machine called a Jacob's ladder. Yeah, and it's essentially a ladder, but it's a treadmill ladder. So you climb a ladder, but it will rotate. Easy. Yeah, I. Just from the the amount of coordination I've seen from Strofe, just as a producer, would really like to see him run this Jacob's Ladder. I don't think it would go well. <laughs> so the one that actually I think is the worst, and actually the punter for the Badgers is Vucevic, or what was his yeah. name? Yeah. 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 The Roman deadlift, which we saw videos yeah. of him doing, where basically you lay flat on the ground, hold one arm up, and hold a weight. Now, he was doing it with like a, bar, like a barbell, like a weightlifting, like yeah, a bench press. Yeah, a kettlebar. Bar. Yeah, usually kettlebell, you're doing yeah. a kettle or just a regular free weight, mm-hmm. but then uh, you stand up with it, but you have to hold it straight in the air, yeah. and you can't use your arms. You yeah. kind of have to use your, your body for it. It is the most miserable thing, I think, yeah. out there. Uh, the trainers always laugh at Carbon when they make us do it because I'm like, what did I do to upset you that I have to do this today? <laughs> Andy Vunovich, by the way. Because it's yeah. like, I don't I don't play professional sports. Can I not do this yeah. one? But, <laughs> that one's hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's really tough cool. one. It's all cool. I want to see you push a prowler, Alex. That's what I want to see you do. Push, push a what? A prowler. I don't know what that means. You don't Chris. know what that is? It's like no. a big sled that you put your arms on and you got to move it. Is that like the one at the NFL training camps and stuff? <laughs> he ain't moving nah. it. Nah, you don't really do that during camp, but everybody's doing it in off season. That's what I mean. Your it's, job it's like is the to sled, move right? Another man. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah well, I could do that. No He's problem. not pushing with some the weight sled. on it though. <laughs> yeah. Not just the sled. What do you put on it? I mean, it just depends. If you're going heavy, like you probably, yeah. you'll probably load it up. Load it up. How much? Give me an idea. Um, 
We talking like hundreds of pounds, or are we just yeah, talking like yeah, yeah, like hundreds of pounds, like okay. probably like six plates. Because well, they're talking like forty five pound plates, so yeah, yeah. those take a lot Would to get to hundreds of pounds. Six of those, okay, like yeah, I'm not on moving each that. One. That's each like a one. Heavy day. That's like a super heavy one. That's like eight hundred pounds, Chris. but that's like a real. That's like a strain. But you're telling me you can move yards. that. Yeah, I'm strong. He can move that. I mean, I know that. I understand you're strong. <laughs> Matt, but Matt might be able to. I can do 800? I can do 500, not, for, not, not, not too for hard. Like, really? Yeah. 40 yards. Not for like 40 oh, yards. I, I might be like able to do yards. like 200. Yeah, it's like 10, 15 yards of carbon. Yeah, they have yeah, it laid out. It's like a grass. Like a I want kind of it. A yeah. AstroTurf, and you go down and back. My yeah, arms yeah. my yeah. arms might The hardest part of that is, is turning it around yeah, more than anything else. Yeah. yeah, more than actually yeah, pushing it. Yeah. If you do uh, it right, it's your leg. Hey, Chris, <laughs> whatever you're doing here and validating Jim's status as an athlete, I would appreciate that you stop. He know what he's talking about. We don't need that head inflated anymore. I'm not an athlete, but I work out of carbon. You're acting like But I work out of carbon health. He workouts the way athletes do. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm too old. <laughs> everything just hurts after. That's why I gotta do like the cryo and everything. My back hurts so bad. Today, yeah, you and actually, I don't know why. Th- you said you were old, but like I'm like, getting old. But no, you're just out of. Sh- you're just you out of shape. You hurt more than I do. You, you might be older right. than me. You're too old now to be out of shape. Is probably that line you're getting. Yeah, man, you need well, I'm not out of shape because well, you're not in shape because when I start. My point being, when I started like paying attention more to working out, my back hurt less because you lock up your core, you lock up your other muscles. Mm. And then I you don't have these old man injuries. Strofe's metabolism is still doing right by him, and he is living on his laurels. Like, because you're not, you're and not right, Chief. You're not heavy, champ. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not a heavy person, but I wouldn't call you strong. Uh, I would also not call him right. strong. Yeah, so, like, there's a difference between like yeah. you are definitely like you look like healthy, but you're also. Pretty weak. All right, Chris, you want to get any jabs in <laughs> oh, while we're at it? I mean, could you bench Alex Strofe is really the main question I want to know. 185. Of oh, course yeah, you could. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. You could bench me. Yeah, he probably could. Yeah, yeah. How much are you at? I'm just too. I'm, I got a heavy day. I'm like 220. I'm probably like oh, 215 yeah. right now. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. We're talking. Come on now. I could bench Strofe. <laughs> I, come on I don't on think now. I could bench me. I don't think I got my own body weight anymore. Oh, you could probably hit your own body weight. Back when I was younger, I knew I could hit 220. I'm not sure. Well, I, I mean, like, I meant like physically strove. It's different than pushing the weight oh, up yeah, than like yeah, an actual yeah. human being. That's why you got to well, add yeah, like 10, 15 think, pounds for it. I don't think strove would be a problem. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to like plank, though. You can't just be. <laughs> he might not have the core for it. It might again like, it'd be on. Well, Chris, you learn this like as a child. Like when kids get older, they go dead weight, and you can't do that. Where you yeah, just, yeah, your you arms can't, just flail. You can't do that. Spaghetti <laughs> arms. All of a sudden, a, 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 a child. Going. Yeah, like a twenty dollar or a twenty pound child. All of a sudden, it seems like they weigh fifty because they just dead body. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so heavy? It's gonna so, accidentally <laughs> slap Chris in the face. Yeah. In this <laughs> I don't quite have the, the child reference, but I've got one puppy that's stubborn, and we call it ragdolling when she does that we try to get her somewhere and we have to move her like the bathtub where we have to get oh, in the yeah, bath yeah yeah have- ragdoll <laughs> i don't know what you call it for mine i have like a pit bull mix it is like wrestling a bull like if she doesn't want to do something she's just like she's stuck my, like, bu- my bully loves water he loves he loves getting a bath <laughs> he loves no it. she just walks at some point she'll finally walk in all sad but if sometimes she'll just She's fighting it. Yeah. No part of it. <laughs> yeah. Get me out of here. This uh, We'll talk about uh, Justin Fields, and will Jordan Love finish in front of him? Mm. We'll do that on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.